In today's episode, we will be discussing an eye for an eye versus humanity. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Oracle and the Warrior podcast. My name is Tina, and I am one of God's oracles. And my name is Laura. I am one of God's warriors. Sound crazy? Welcome Welcome to to our our world. world. So tell me, Tina. (laughs) What's the topic today? Well, Laura, today we are going to discuss an eye for an eye versus humanity. Mm -hmm. And did you know that there is actually that the phrase eye for an eye is actually in the Bible four different times? It is. Yep. I I like just always assumed it was like just in there one time. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we'll go ahead and read those for you. So hello, Miss Lois. Good to uh, good to see you on the on our chat here. Hope you're having a good day. So let's talk about those four. Yes. I'll um, I'll start with the first one that I found. It's a Matthew 538. It says you have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Uh, no wonder everybody was toothless back then. <laughs> <laughs> so the second one is Exodus twenty one twenty four, and it is eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. Oh, it seems to be getting worse. <laughs> Old Testament was brutal. Uh, Deuteronomy nineteen twenty one: Your eye shall not pity; it shall be life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. They're getting serious here. Yeah. So Leviticus 24.20. Now we're getting down to like serious here. Yeah. All right. Fracture for fracture, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. Whatever injury he has given a person shall be given to him. Yes. Do you want to talk about what brought us to this subject today? You know, I, I, I don't, don't want to bring more attention to it, but we can bring it, do a brief. I, I actually, yeah, it's not that I want to bring more attention to it. I just, I, I feel like it is a very good, there's a, I mean, I have several different views on this. Mm-hmm. So what we're, what we're referring to for those of, uh, those of you in the United States, I'm sure you've already heard for those of you that are not in the United States, if you, uh, watch the Oscars, I'm sure you saw Chris Rock, who is a comedian. Uh, was doing his little announcer spiel and was just kind of talking and he made a nasty comment about I mean the comedians, well, they're comedians they're comedians he made the comment of referring to Jada Pickett Smith Will Smith's wife uh, he made the comment of uh, GI Jane re- yeah referring to GI Jane too and she does have she has a medical reason why she's bald. Will Smith, her husband, got up in the middle of the Oscars and walked on to stage and slapped Chris Rock across the face quite hard. Yeah. And then turned around, walked back to his chair. Chris Rock, you know, just says, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I think- thought it was a joke till then. Yeah. And then Will Smith then says very loud and this is all being televised right live and he says keep my wife's effing name out of your mouth and twice and then chris rock said something and he said keep my wife's effing name out of your mouth yeah now laura (laughs) i put to you had the man removed from uh the audience and charged with assault personally i don't know if that's just if it's hollywood you know schmoozing like just let's turn the other cheek uh people thought it was a joke uh who knows okay well let me ask you uh, let me ask you this if it was not will smith yeah okay if it was not the will smith can i say a joke real quick (laughs) 
I don't know. I'm afraid. You, you do so, what? Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Just <laughs> let me just clarify this before you yes, do this. Okay. Yes. You do remember we are doing the Oracle and the Warrior. Yeah, and it's not. It's not. And a not who said joke. you have to? It's okay. just a joke that okay. I read this morning because everybody's quick to make memes. Yes. So the question was, what did the police find on Chris Rock's face after? Uh, what is it? Not powdering, but what do they do? The makeup? No, no, no. Like the police when they're searching. Oh, for... fingerprint dusting. Okay. So what did the police find after dusting Chris Rock's face? I'm scared. What? Fresh prints. <laughs> Not my joke. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> but it was that's pretty good because of the fact that that's the... how Will Smith started out his career as the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Versus the Prince P-R-I-N-T-S. Okay. So that is so, very funny. Anywho, okay. yes. I- I'm going to go with you on okay, that one. That one is pretty anyway, funny. Anyway, back to it. So you were asking me if it wasn't Will okay, Smith. So just, just by a show of applause, anybody find that funny? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Oh, goodness. Okay. Americans, we do have a different sense of humor. I'm sorry. <laughs> I t- that just like totally threw me off. So okay. you're asking me if it hadn't been yes. him. So if it hadn't been him, if it would have been one of us or one of our listeners, would it have been? Would the police have been called? Oh, immediately. Would removed. they have been removed? Yeah. Right. Doesn't that kind of go into that whole entitlement of like no. if you have money and status that you don't you're not held to the same standards. Yeah. But I'm almost positive that one of the things that we literally were just reading before we started this um, episode was that whatever uh, your brother mm-hmm. has tried, you know, whatever he tried to do to his brother that was false, that he will now be held accountable for, yes. right? That was, that's for everybody. That's, you, you think? That's for everybody. You think it was. Right? This would be a huge to-do if just some random human off the street walked up and slapped Chris Rock. I mean, there would have been security guards coming out of everywhere and would have, you know, absolutely have taken him down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they would have actually taken him down. Oh, yeah. You know? would have been and had been arrested assault, and yeah. they would have cut. So we go back to, like, my thought process was, okay, you are offended by what he did. Let me go do something a little more offensive. Yeah, because I was just going to say, is that an eye for an eye? Words and physical assaults. Yeah. But regardless, you know, I the whole eye for an eye was very Old Testament. I know. This but, is how we take care of it. So, but we're, but we're, you know, like because we're talking about yes. eye for an eye versus humanity, versus humanity, right? Yeah. So it was, you know, you said something offensive to my wife, and you are a comedian, and was it tasteless? You know, like yes, it was because she does have a medical condition regarding it. But for me to stand up in the middle of a live broadcasted episode and to think, okay, this is what I'm doing is, you know, the eye for the eye, you know, here you go. Smack. What makes him, you know, you just lowered yourself down to to his level. Well, I think you actually put yourself beneath his level. Probably. Yes. Because then you went up to receive an Oscar and acted like a beautiful human being. Well, it was, (laughs) well, it had the whole thing with Chris Rock not happen. It would have been a beautiful speech. Yes. Yes. But... All I heard then when I heard the speech, what I heard was, let me give you all the excuses of why I did. of my bad behavior, mm-hmm. why my bad behavior is okay. Yeah. And it's not okay. Nobody has a right to put their hands on another human being unless it is in self-defense. self-defense. Yeah. There is just, there, nothing. Yeah. No, it's not okay. It's, and you have people watching the show, younger kids, and thinking, oh, oh look how cool God. that was, and he got away with it. 
Well, of course he did, because he's Will Smith. Yes. <laughs> and and the thing is, let me let me just clarify this. Um, I like Will Smith as an actor. Mm-hmm. I've I like his movies. Um, I like the fact that he does um stand for what he believes in. Mm-hmm. And he's fierce to stand by his family through all one hundred percent. And yeah. and I and I get that, but I would be mortified if my husband did that. I mean, I would be absolutely mortified yeah. if my husband did that. Yeah. Yeah, and then they don't really show pan over like what happened in between when he decided to get up. Did Jada give him like a little? Are you gonna be? There? Are you gonna be my man or not? Be my man. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt it. But yeah, it's it's very troubling. So that that was the thought process. Now, if morning. she would have gotten up and slapped him across the face, yeah, I might see this a see little that? different. Yeah, maybe still assault, but <laughs> yeah. So why are we bringing this up? Well, because of our title today, which is an eye for an eye versus humanity. Mm -hmm. And what we mean by that is, you know, Old Testament, we just read four different scriptures about eye for an eye. The bottom line is that a lot of as we were reading, I was realizing that a lot of our justice system is actually comes from those scriptures. And, you know, when it was talking about bearing false witness mm-hmm. and that they'll make a, an, ex- uh, an example, an example out of, out of you. And, the, mm-hmm. and you know, the thing is, is that I, I guess I didn't realize that because we are supposed to have a separation of church and state yeah. that, you know, here in the United States that I didn't realize what, you know, that that how much of our legal system actually comes from our actual like from biblical scripture. Mm-hmm. And while I don't agree with that, I mean, my my love for my Heavenly Father is absolute, but I don't believe in that that, that should be, I do believe church and state should be separate. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. As we're moving on here, if anybody has any thoughts about Will Smith any and opinions. Chris Rock, <laughs> any opinions? Maybe. Yeah, we're, we're trying not to bring too much to light. Like, right. Just give them any more attention than they already get, which right. is ridiculous, at least here in the United States. Yeah. It's, they have them such, so high on a pedestal and they can sway government uh, decisions. And they, you know. They, I did. You know what? There was one thing that Will Smith said in his after speech that I thought was really interesting because um, I don't, did you listen to the whole thing? No, I actually read a like a transcript it. of it. Mm-hmm. So he said in there because uh, he references Denzel Washington, who I think is a phenomenal human being. Right before they started that night, Denzel Washington actually had said to him, because, you know, here Will Smith is up for another Oscar, yeah. I think a couple of them last night. And Denzel Washington said, you know, my brother, be be careful when you are at your highest is when the adversary is working his hardest. Mm-hmm. Well, you, obviously that didn't sink in very deep for her to, <laughs> for him to freaking get up and do what he did. I don't disagree. Oh, my land. I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't yes. disagree. I just, I thought, uh, what wise words. They're very wise. Because that is what happens a lot is when we get to what that pinnacle of what society calls success. Successful. Mm-hmm. Right? You get attacked from every you, That is when the darkness starts going... Oh, wait, no, you're shining too bright. You're shining too bright. Let's since the world is paying attention to you. Yeah. Let's give them a reason to think that darkness is the path. Okay. You know what I mean? So in your opinion, mm-hmm. what do you think he should have done? What do I think who should have done? Will. Oh, what do I think he should have done at that very point? Yeah. So Chris Rocks makes the, the joke, mm-hmm. you know comedian does he just sit back does he wait till the show is over and then go smack <laughs> chris rock what? well i think that because it wasn't said about him um there 
isn't anything for him to do. It's not. It's that none is of, my opinion. It's none of his damn business. Yes. If Jada had an, had had an issue, then she is a very strong, independent woman. I yes. have no doubt that she would have she spoken would have up. It. Yeah. She would have spoken up. I would have held on to it, and then you know, even if he did feel like he needed to, then he knew he was winning the Oscar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He was going to win something. Then when he got up, speak of it. Mm -hmm. And say, I want to applaud my beautiful wife for being so strong, even in the face of people who are ignorant about her medical condition. Yeah. She's open about it. Yes. So it wouldn't be taboo to mention To talk it. about it, yeah. You know I didn't saying? personally know she had it until later. Well, I didn't And either. I thought it was a funny joke at the time. <laughs> And I, because and we know G.I. Jane, it, yeah. uh, Demi Moore shaved her head for right. it, right? So I was like, oh, I thought I thought she was had a role that she was doing that she was shaved. Because I don't really follow celebrity I don't either, yeah. crap. And I read later that she had the alopecia. But so humanity-wise, right? So we're doing... What is the hum I, humane thing to mm -hmm. do? Well, number one, I think the humane thing... Um, instead of eye for an eye, which, yeah. which I honestly think this was well above and beyond yes. eye for an eye. But what he did was old school biblical, old school, yeah. right? What he, he felt that his wife had, had been, well, and I think for him, what he, how he was seeing it was my wife has been humiliated. So I'm going to humiliate you. Yeah. I'm going to embarrass you and I'm going to make you feel exposed. Mm -hmm. Like you just made my wife feel exposed, yeah. right? Again, not his place because uh, that's walking her path. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Unless she leaned over and said, are you going to go smack him? Yeah. Which I doubt. Which I doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have, a, I have, I had, I played this image. Like when they got home, she's going, what the hell? You know I can defend myself. You just may, you know, look what you did to our family type thing. Because he was going to get publicity with his Oscar win. Right. Because at first I thought it's a publicity stunt. They're trying to, you know, he's already there nominated. He's going to get the publicity. So the humane thing. Right. Yeah. So I so I do see like the where he might have come from an eye for an eye. Yeah. This is all part of how our society is going down. Mm -hmm. And because what did that just like you said before, what did that just tell every child watching the Oscars? Mm -hmm. If I have enough money and power and somebody says something I don't like, I can beat the crap out of them and get away with yeah. it. I am entitled I am to that. I am entitled because you said a word that I didn't like. Exactly. Mm. What is the humane thing? What is the humanity thing? The humane thing is to pull Chris Rock aside. If he does get an Oscar, speak about it mm -hmm. and say, you know, hey, what some of you may not know is my wife has this and this is why she, you know, and I think she's absolutely beautiful with or without hair. Yeah. Because then what does that do? That makes everybody look at Chris Rock like, dude, you're a douche. Yeah. Because right now, the whole world thinks that Will Smith's an asshole. Yeah. Not Chris Rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, you know, do that or pull him aside afterwards and say, dude, we've been friends for years. Why, you know, do, do you not know that my wife has this condition? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the humane thing to do. Honestly, I think speaking, you know, when he did get the Oscar, if he were to then turn around and speak and say, hey, you know what? I'm sure Chris didn't know that my wife has this condition, but let this be a lesson to you guys to be conscientious of mm -hmm. those things because comedians automatically pick out people's weaknesses. Definitely. Yeah. And that's and, something you are prepared them. for when you're going to be with a comedian. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of what you sign up for when you sit up front. Yeah. Yeah. We go to those comedy shows here and we know that the people up front <laughs> are getting picked on. <clears throat> yeah. And to be honest with you, I it doesn't bother me. I apologize. Mm -hmm. Take a take a little sip of <coughs> drink. Me. There. It's all as well. 
Um, live feed, live yeah. feed on wisdom. It doesn't bother me in that aspect of it because, you know, like if a comedian says, oh, hey, four eyes or, you know, because I wear yeah. glasses yeah. or maybe refers to me being chubby or, you know, like yeah. none of like I'm a, that's an expectation that I have, number one, because I have chosen to be there to submit myself to it i have chosen to be there yeah. to be up there and don't get me wrong i'm gonna say something back you know like oh micro penis you know <laughs> but that's just me yes you know what i'm saying um because it's a comedy show yes and that's pretty much what the the oscars is awards broken up by comedians by comedy shows yes they're always trying to make it funny. and Exactly. And, yeah. They're entertaining. It's like going to a roast and being offended because you're at a roast. <laughs> exactly. Uh -huh. Exactly. Uh -huh. So, but in general, you know, and you witness it everywhere. I notice my son, you know, if he doesn't like something, he he's not violent per se. But when he's talking about it, he's like, oh, I was going to go beat the crap out of him, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why? I was like, it's not worth it. Talk about it, you know, and walk away. You want to end up in jail because you're the one that assaulted him while he just said something stupid to you. Exactly. But so, the initial reaction is like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm avenge myself and I'm going to beat the crap out of him. And honestly, how is physical violence for a word being said, how is that vengeance for yourself? Yeah, it's not. It's just hurt and fear and anger and all of that. Absolutely. That, that, because you just proved their point. Whatever it is that they said, yeah. if they called you fat or if they called you stupid or whatever, you turning around and, and resorting to physical violence, everybody looks at that and they don't go, oh, look at that guy. He's so cool. Someone said something to him and he beat him up. Yeah. They look at it and go, wow, you are a douche. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm -hmm. I don't really ever see that. I don't look at that in, because all it is is bullying and fear. That's all Will Smith did was bullying, bullying and fear. fear. And then that brings, you know, my mind to thinking, like if he was that quick on national TV live to smack somebody, what's he doing at home? None of my business. Right. But if he can get that riled up, over a word. What, over yeah. a word. What is he like as a human being, you know, just in general? So, and mind you, I've never heard anything about him. I have no right. feelings toward him, but it just makes you think. So, Laura, tell me, what is your view on the eye for an eye versus humanity? What is the humane thing to do when somebody <laughs> has created a grievance against you? Yes. I know that as a warrior, yeah, you, eye for like, an eye, eye for know, an eye is, you, is a big thing for if you. If you... Uh, old me, <laughs> it would have been, I had very much a thought process and I actually still struggle with it today is, okay, um, you hurt a child by cutting off its hand. I'm going to cut off your damn fucking hand so you can see how it feels type thing. Well, that is definitely an eye for an eye. And that is definitely an eye for well, an eye. Well, I said in one of those, hand for hand. But going into my new spiritual thing, it's like the only reason they did that is because they are so hurt and so sad. And there's something definitely help that they need. Should, so they have, I should they have punishment for chopping a child's I, hand off? For sure. Punishment. I'm not the one to decide the punishment. Right. Um, but I think they, they and it's, it's actually hard to say, but it, in my mind, it's like they need more help. They need help. Mm. They need spiritual, emotional, psychological help because no reason would somebody um, hurt a child or, or any, you know, yeah. rob a store and kill somebody, anything without something major going on in their life. Right. Uh, and, and I do agree with you as well. And, and that is one of the things with the American 
justice system that I, the way that they are run, because now they're privatized now. Mm -hmm. And so they're a business, right? And businesses, uh, basically the, every business model, I think, except for ours is to make the client or the customer dependent upon you so that they keep coming back. Yeah. Right. I think we're the only ones that tell people it's my job to teach you. You don't need me. You can do this on your own. own. Um, But, you know, prison systems, they they don't provide uh, counseling or things to help uh, them become better and to learn and to grow and teach them a trade and teach them. You know, a lot of times they're in there for stealing because they had no way to be able to um, feed their family. Yeah. You know, or they are in there for domestic violence because, as you and I know, what is where does anger come from? Yeah, fear. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And what is the fear normally? Well, the fear of abandonment. Abandonment, yeah. Let's get in there. Let's remo- remove that root of where their fear of abandonment comes because yeah. you remove the fear, you remove the anger. Yeah. I'm not saying they shouldn't pay for the actions because Correct. Um, what is it that... It was a choice they made. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, explain to me your thought process on, you know, the difference between a human being and an animal. Conscious Consciousness, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's conscious thought, the ability to reason and make decisions. Yeah. If you are, you know, a lot of people want to, you know, excuse bad behavior because of past experiences, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just, I'm going to be upfront and brutally honest. Do it. Right here, right now. You Do guys it. ready? Everybody ready? Here you go. Take a deep breath. So I was physically, emotionally, and sexually abused during my childhood mm-hmm. by family members. Mm-hmm. I have never in my 52 years put my hands on a child in a physical, sexual, or emotional way. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. I made a the choice. choice. I made the choice. <clears throat> and that wasn't because I had a great healer or a great yes. therapist or anything like that. It's because I said I will never, ever mm-hmm do this to another human. Yeah. You made a conscious decision. I made a conscious decision. Mm-hmm. And you broke the pattern. And I broke Because it could pattern. have very easily. Absolutely. Well. Very easily continued. Well, the thing is, is that, you know. We see it all the time. I mean, it, that was the whole thing. This had been a pattern mm-hmm. in uh, my family tree for generations. Yeah. And right? I imagine that's a thought you had to come to, to be able to be humane with them. Right. Yes. I know you don't have a loving, open, you know, relationship with them all, but you've come to the point of forgiving loving, them. Loving from afar. Yeah. Yes, you've come to the point of forgiving them and because you know that this was, it was their conscious choice to continue it, but you know where it came from. Absolutely. And the thing is, my my forgiveness, the space of forgiveness actually um, had nothing to do with them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because forgiveness is about removing their control over you. And it it is a, a tough space. But again, we go back to is eye for an eye, is that humanity? Yeah. And, you know, we have the Old Testament where eye for an eye, eye for an eye. And then the New Testament where now there's laws, right? And, you know, Mm. governing that kind of thing and let someone else take care of it. Yeah. Just like Will Smith. Take it into your own hands. Well, just like Will Smith, right? Had someone else have pulled Chris Rock aside and said, hey, dude, that wasn't cool. You know, she has a medical condition. Yeah. 
that wasn't emotionally involved in it, there may have been a more fair exchange, an eye for an eye, as opposed to an eye for a life. Yeah. You know, because that's really what it was. It was an eye for a life. And um, had he have had someone else who wasn't emotionally involved in it, who was an unbiased party say, hey, dude, that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool. And that's kind of what we did with our legal system was take it instead of, you know, because here's the thing. Someone that's not emotionally involved. Think yeah. about think about it this way, okay? You've met my husband. Mm-hmm. You've met my girls. Yeah. If somebody, God forbid, raped one of my daughters mm-hmm. and Terry was sent to do the punishment, do you think it would be an eye for an eye or an eye for a life? A life. Exactly. Yeah. So I totally understand how the legal system came in and said, okay, you know what? We're going to put in unbiased parties mm-hmm. here, right? Yeah. But unfortunately, look at it now. Like, So now it's come to a space where Chris Rock didn't break the law. His yeah. comments did not break or the just law. Rude. Yeah. They were rude. Yeah. But Will Smith broke the law. Yeah. And nothing, nothing happened. happened. It's lovely. Yeah. Nothing. So happened. what do you work? Because it's so hard when you're in that moment and you get the offense or you get, you know, whatever it is that's made you mad. Um, how do you separate it? Because the, the initial reaction is always either to slam them back verbally or some people physically. <laughs> right. What do you think? Well, deep it, breath, I imagine. first. Yeah. Well, so and that is it, it. I had an attorney tell me something once um, right before I took a deposition And he told me, he said, before you answer, count to three in your head every single time. Mm -hmm. Because it is better for you to look like you're slow. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like like you're having processing. Like like you, you know, don't answer quickly. Like we're not trying to impress them. It is more important for you to take that time and allow them to see whatever you they see Mm -hmm. than for you to misspeak. Yeah. My advice is always going to be first and foremost is going to be okay so take a deep breath yeah and yeah it used to be count to 10 we're cutting it down to three well <laughs> when we were children it was 10, 10 yeah. because the adolescent mind takes a little longer to, to, to calm down mm-hmm. and if you have severe issues with if if three doesn't work then count to 10 Bring count to 50 to if you yeah. need to you know but if we want to be on the side of humanity right bringing this world back to a space where people are allowed to believe in god mm-hmm. are allowed their spirituality are allowed to believe in whatever they choose because isn't that what America was founded on? Yeah. Yeah. So to get back to that, we do need to go to becoming a space, uh, having a space of humanity. Mm-hmm. I get eye for an eye in the Old Testament. Oh, yeah. Because it, there were no laws. And they were literally trying to set laws up because yeah. people were going crazy. Cray, cray. They were going crazy. So my view is take a deep breath and hopefully, you know, in that deep breath, you're able to calm yourself and what normally for me, what works for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty good at it. You know what I mean? Because I practice it and teach it on a regular <laughs> basis. But 99.9% of the time, I am going to say, and that is absolutely your right to believe that. Mm-hmm. And your feelings are always valid, whether there is uh, evidence of it or, you know, evidence to back it up or not. Yeah. You're allowed your own truth with no judgment, but that is not mine. 
perfect. Because again, when, you know, we've talked about this before, 99.9% of the time when somebody's being an asshole to you, it is, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, it's something going on with them. If you've done nothing to them and they, like, you know, I'm assuming Jada's done nothing to Chris. Yeah. Uh, maybe. We don't know. Maybe, you know, he tried to hit on her earlier in the evening and she rebuffed him. And so uh, who knows? Yeah. But 99.9% of the time, it has nothing to do with you. And even if, even if let's say that scenario did happen, she did nothing wrong in rebuffing him. Like that, you met my husband? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so realizing that it has nothing to do with you helps you to kind of go to a space of instead of anger, because what it, the anger comes from fear, right? Mm-hmm. And the fear is what they've said is true, right? Yeah. So if it makes you angry, maybe you need to look, you at, look it. at it. Yeah. Maybe you need to look at yeah, it. And as I, uh, I remember a pastor from a church I used to go to, his um, one that always get me was hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the only reason, because if you're if you're happy, healthy, moving along spiritually, there's you're not going to go out there and just attack people for no reason. Right. Right. And something going on. And, you know, I I have this um, aversion (laughs) to referring to people as broken or Mm -hmm. as damaged. Damaged, Right. Um, And. My, I always say that, you know, items get broken, cars get damaged. Mm-hmm. Humans are sad or they're scared. There, There is a very small percentage of people who are just, they're psychopaths. Yeah, and they, they find pleasure in hurting. Yeah, yeah. and that and that is, um, that's an anomaly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There are people who have psychopathic tendencies, but, yeah. you know, they're not an actual psychopath. But in general... And I would say that they are broken or damaged. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Their psyche is their not psyche. not them as a human yes. being, but their psyche. Something is missing, and I don't know if that is their divine spirit. If they have no soul, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I have views, but that aren't really relevant right now. But for whatever reason, they don't possess that humanity. And how much havoc is wreaked on society when somebody who has no humanity? What happens? I mean, you got to look at your serial killers, mm-hmm. Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, Ed Gacy, mm-hmm. uh, all of these people that are horrific humans that did horrific things. Jack the Ripper, mm-hmm. you know, they, they did horrific things because they had no humanity. So if someone slights you in some way, they, they, they give you a dirty look and you remove their eye. Is that an eye for an eye? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you hurt my eye, so I hurt your yeah. eye, you know? I think humanity, while eye for an eye was needed at the time, um, I think that we have evolved into humanity. Yeah. But, Hopefully we or, have evolved into well, humanity. <laughs> you look at the <laughs> Russia-Ukraine thing yeah. and you don't really Anymore. see. Yeah. But um, – that's why I think that we were never meant to stay cavemen. God meant for us to evolve. God meant for us to become better, better humans. Mm-hmm. We can't do that if we don't evolve the humanity of it. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't mean evolve in science, evolve in electronics. He meant us as humans. What And what's more important, to have a, a car that can fly or... To have every human have the ability to see their own value, yeah. their self-worth, mm-hmm. uh, have self-love. And, of course, you know what I'm going to say, right? <laughs> I, I'll ask the question because you already know what I'm going to say. What is the path to working on yourself? What is the path to having that humanity? Self-love. Self-love. And how do we start to obtain self-love? What's that very first step? 
Mine is setting up boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go back a little bit farther. So, um, self forgiveness. Yes, we start with self forgiveness, and because setting up boundaries is part of self love. Correct. You know that is essential. I think to self love. Mm-hmm. And Laura, would you? What's what is your view on eye for an eye versus humanity? Kill them all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Coffee and wine, folks. Coffee and wine. <laughs> no, like I said, the old me was, you know, was pretty much an eye for an eye. I never, I was not a violent person, so I did not take that into literal terms. But when I'd hear about people harming children or harming animals or, you know, whatever I did, I was like, you know what? They should do exactly what they did, you mm-hmm. know, in reverse. Uh, and now it is, I am, try, I'm finding the space of sitting back and looking like, why did they do that? Why are they doing that? Why are they being an a-hole? Right. So and uh, letting them and letting them get it out, too, as well. Not I don't want to be a punching bag, but I'm not uh, initially, you know, snapping bad at them. Okay, get it out. Okay, now we're going to talk about where did that come from? Exactly. Exactly. No, I agree with you. And we are going to be wrapping up here in just a few minutes. So if you would like to request to be a guest, if you have any comments, uh, any thoughts on our topic today, or you just want to tell us how much you adore us, (laughs) how wonderful (laughs) we are, please feel free to hit that little ask to be a guest to join button. And we would be we would love to hear from you. Also, this will be on our Oracle, the Oracle and the Warrior podcast, which you can find it on any platform. And also, if you'd like to hear more from us, we do one called Who Said You Have To? Mm-hmm. Uh, also available. And we we can't get enough of wisdom. I think I it's- love wisdom. Well, yeah. let me just, I want to, I'm going to go a little farther than okay. wisdom. I'm going to talk about the badass lady, the Deo. Founder. Mm-hmm. The founder of wisdom is a beautiful human named Deo. And her vision of this, what it, I mean, she's, so much younger than I am, but (laughs) I still remember back in the day, you know, having that whole, you know, call into the radio show and, you know, that kind of thing. And I must say, I've called into the radio show a time or two, you know, and it was such a pain though, because you call in and they have like somebody who mans the phones and then you tell them what your question is and they're screening you to see if, you know, your question is valid enough to get on the show. And, What I love about wisdom is that there is no screening system. You know, they just, they call in or they, you know, request to be Mm -hmm. a guest and we hear what they have to say. And you're heard. And you're heard. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I love that for the people who aren't comfortable with or don't choose to be the ones up here talking, you know, talking live and everything. Mm -hmm. They still have the ability to have their voice heard. To be having an opinion. And that, of course, like I think that just the foresight and the knowledge and the love within that Deo had to say, hey, how do I give people a voice? Because really, honestly, it is for those who you and I are loud and obnoxious and I'm loud and obnoxious. But, you know, you and I have no problem with standing. We're used to it. We do it so much that we're used to having being in the public eye. Right? We we own a business, Free Will Healing. Uh, (laughs) We do two podcasts. um, And so we're used to this. You know, we're used to this being out there. Mm -hmm. But 
you take someone like my daughter, Kayla, or you take Terry, my husband, Sydney, I'm not going to mention because she'd be right up in there. She has no problem. <laughs> but they wouldn't. And even Emma, who's, you know, she's so quiet, mm-hmm. you know, they aren't comfortable putting that out in front of the world. But that doesn't mean they have nothing to say. Correct. And their voices should be heard. Every voice should be should heard. Be heard. Yes. Anyways, well, I think that this has been another amazing talk with them. Yes. Um, Thank you. Thank you all for listening. And catch us on your favorite podcast provider, Who Said You Have To, and The Oracle and the Warrior. If you want to know more about Laura and I, you can go to freewillhealing.com. Check us out. Until next time, love eternal, the Oracle. And stand for truth, the Warrior. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to help us keep it going, please consider donating to our Patreon account. You can use the link in the show notes. You can also help us by subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. Reviews are how we grow our listenership. If you have suggestions for topics that you would like us to cover or have any questions, please feel free to contact us at oracleandwarrior at gmail.com. You can also check the show notes for all social media.